to episode 75 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast's Platter Chatter. It's our fortnightly installation where we discuss some of our favourite films. I am one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Hello. Hello. Dan, fun facts. Fun facts? Straight fun into facts. it. What are you doing? How's it going? What's happening? No, uh, I haven't really got a fun fact. I've got a funny fact. Well, oh. it's more of a, it's a fact slash story. Oh, I love stories. Um, so basically, so... This week, uh, or last week or whatever it was, I had to do a genetic blood test. Right, where it's kind of one where you have to, um, it's sort of an, another do- reason, doesn't matter, um, genetics. Um, I had to like, I got, I got a test which has like a, a bit of paper, a blotting paper on it, and it comes with a little thing where it like, you put it on your finger and it hits your finger with a blade, mm-hmm. right, you know, super quick. Yeah. And then you squish it onto this thing, and uh, onto this paper, and then you put it into an envelope and you send it to the genetics people. Hmm. The problem with it is I have a ridiculous fear of needles, like sure. a ridiculous fear. I also have a ridiculous fear of these blood tests because when I was a kid, I had a lot of, I, I was in hospital a lot and they used to have these things and my, to stab you into your fingers and get blood. It's for like di- doing diabetic mm, blood tests as it's, well? You know, yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, um, and, you know, I remember as a kid I had trauma because uh, my blood didn't work very well for some reason. And I had, like, every one of my fingers they had to try and I was bleeding on all my fingers. Mm. And, anyhow, and I got this massive phobia of needles to the point where, like, I once I had a blood test in the um, – I had to have a blood test in, in the local GP. Yep. And I um, kicked the, the doctor over, right, <laughs> ran out the, uh, the, the, the doctor – in fear, went down the local like, reserve, it was cold, and I came to the conclusion that I was just going to live down there. <laughs> I, I, I was going to, like, never go back. And when was this? Like, last week? or No, this was, like, year seven. <laughs> okay, sure. But still old enough to make decisions that I was going to have to live in the Adelaide Sturt Gorge, which is, like, <laughs> so easy to find someone in. Sure. Um Anyhow, yeah, and yeah, and it just got to that point. So, and I had to do this to think. And like, my wife, she did one as well. She just puts it on, does her finger, does the test, and I sat there, and it took me forty-five minutes of me trying to wheel myself just to push the button on this thing to make the needle go into my thing. And Why I thought, didn't you just get Claire to hold you down no, and I, do it? I tried, and oh, okay. I went. I started. Sure. To, I panic. I said, "You do it. I'll look away." It'll just be like someone give me an injection, which I can deal with. Yeah. But, but I no. couldn't handle it. I just pulled away. I like, started to shake. I was sweaty. I like 45 minutes. And in the end, I had to basically slack myself into it. I had to bite two of my fingers to the point where they were bleeding and then do it quick as I could. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, yeah. That's but if you bit them to the point of bleeding. I know. Why, <laughs> I do, did it didn't even this? hurt. Okay, and, fuck. But I did bleed everywhere. I did not know this about you, that you've got a fear of needles. So that scene in Saw, which, you know, she falls into, oh, yeah, you into know, the, the pit, pit of needles. Of needles yeah. I nearly vomited. I, like, nearly did. Like, I remember to the point where I had, like, a chill go up my spine. I felt sick. I couldn't, like... Yep. The idea if I fell into that pit of needles, of dirty old needles... Yeah. And then have to rummage around for yeah, shit, if I remember. No. It was, like, and she's a little stuck in her. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, that's my fact. Fun fact. That, that my is... fun fact is I am deeply scared of needles to the point of like it may be like unhealthy. So so you'll never get tattooed then? No. No. It's probably why I haven't ha- don't have any tattoos. Yeah, I'm very surprised because you do a lot of things, just try it, and you've not had a tattoo yet. So never... I can understand why now. That's a fun fact about you. Uh, my fun fact about me, it's not really about me, it's about my family, but I have a new niece. Oh. She's like two weeks old now. She's pretty cute. She's small. Her name's Miela, which is like French for honey. Oh, really? Yeah. Miela. 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 Um, she's adorable. She's small. She belongs to Liz's brother. Um, Miela. Miela. But yeah, that's, that's you know, I've hung out with her a little bit. It's been Excellent. great. Yeah. It's a girl. It's a girl. I like children. Liz Liz is not a child fan. I heard that she didn't mind this one. She, yeah, she secretly, secretly. She, we went over there yesterday. She held the baby. Got some nice photos of her holding the baby. Oh, no, don't put that on an Instagram oh, account. No, I won't. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, new niece. She's small. She's tiny. She doesn't talk. I love that. Yeah, cool. Best people. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so, this week we are going to be discussing our favorite werewolf movies and Dan, I cannot tell you how bad a choice this one was. It's not a bad a choice. It's just no one's favorite. Yeah. 
So like when you're like, oh yeah, I, I'll be able to find something in here. Like, like the zombies ones. We thought we didn't like zombies, yeah. but then we like realized we really did She's like zombies. She's like 25 people. films that we both like yeah. separately. And in this one, I found it hard. I, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I cheated. I had to watch a couple of films so I could have something to talk about. Oh dear. I did. It, that's but what I, I did. I, I didn't have to do that. Um, but yeah, I just realized that I think werewolf is my least favorite yeah. horror genre. Mainly because, like, I don't know why. I mean, and there are there are two on here. There's one on here that I wish I did watch mm-hmm. and I didn't get time to watch, which was Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yep. Um, I reckon that's a really good film because everyone says it is. And yes. I think I started to watch it when I was a kid. But at that time, I was into, like, you know, you know when, I, when we were younger, you know, foreign films were harder to come across kind yes. of thing. And it was just, like, I just experienced, like, do you remember... Like Volcano High, yeah, and uh, films like that. I'd just yeah. gotten into and like the Daywatch films and stuff like that. And like Brotherhood of the Wolf, I put it on, and it just wasn't what I expected yeah. it was going to be. There wasn't wire work and like things. It was serious. It was French. It had yeah. subtitles, and I was like, French, yeah, French make films. <laughs> that that's they have a fair. film industry. Well, yeah, like I, I'm very the the same way. Like it's it's never a film that I will go out of my way to watch. Um, just the genre itself. So, you know, I mean, obviously with the couple that are on your list, I have seen them, but it would have been like 20 something years ago and I couldn't tell you anything about it. But reading about it, because I just, you know, my little blurb that I kind of crack Mm. out, um, I found myself super interested in the lore of it rather than the films. Um, So, like, the whole werewolf uh, motif, if you will, uh, has been in existence since the medieval period. Um, Now, the the lore, the folklore, it it has changed from culture to culture. Was vampires around that long or was vampires more popularised by, like, novels? No, it's it's very similar thing. It's Anne Rice. Was that the lady who wrote the... Yes, she wrote the interview with the vampire. Um, Was that deeply in... in in human lore as well. It's, yeah, like all of this stuff is folklore. It is. It just goes back centuries. Um, so you know, it, despite the fact that it's you know it originated in uh, Europe, but from culture to culture, it does exist. So there, every culture has its own law revolving around it, and it's usually around like a man with the ability to shape shift into a wolf. It's usually a curse, but again, culture to culture, it's different. Um, during the 18th century, it became very popularised in fictional literature, um, including medieval romances, which proves Ooh. the fact that people have been trying to fuck mythical creatures for centuries. It's not just a thing that's nice. happening now. It's always been happening. Well, that's the same. My friend... Well, you know, my friend who writes erotic yes. uh, uh, books, she was saying that at one stage, um, billionaire gay werewolves were in fashion. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, you look at anime now, Beastars, like he's like a wolf in love with a rabbit or something. I don't know. It's not something that I choose to go into. Um, but with the motion picture industry sort of being created in the end of the 18th century, obviously it's not going to be long before werewolves made an appearance in motion pictures. And, of course, the very first film uh, was the silent short titled The Werewolf in 1913. And then over the next 140 plus years, it has been like deeply embedded in genre cinema, whether it's uh, horror, fantasy, you, you know, you've got the Twilight series, um, the Harry Potters, uh, Teen Wolf TV series. Stop, stop ruining my fix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you've got a lot to talk about Twilight here. I see that. Um, Twilight yeah. is a vampire film. There's like one but werewolf, w- isn't it? No. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I've only seen the first two. It's best. Oh, that's, that's one more than I've seen. That's all right. Um, but yeah, so we thought we would uh, obviously delve into what we would consider our favourites. For me, it's what I've actually seen. Um, so, Dan, did you want to kick us off? Yeah, so my, I'm just going to do my... Um, well, what am I going to do first? All right, I'm going to do my uh, one that's kind of like the most not a werewolf film. So, Monster sure. Squad. Yes. We have to talk about it because Monster Squad is just the classic monsters are all in one film. And you because have Wolfman's got nuts. No, exactly. Yeah. And he's, he's clearly the best part of the Monster Squad film. You have Dracula, you have Frankenstein, you have the mummy, you have the creature, and then you have Wolfman. Are they the only ones? There's five of them, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and that you know the, the movie is about a bunch of kids, Goonies style, Stranger Things style. Well, you know they've ripped off. You know suddenly all these monsters uh, 
coming okay. to their town. And the reason they're all together is like what I always loved is just because they're monsters. Yeah. They hang out together because they're monsters. <laughs> and they even say that. Dracula's their leader. He goes, come on, my monster brethren. brethren. <laughs> so like, the only thing they have in common is they're monsters. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, the monster squad deals with them. kind of thing. But werewolf, yeah, Wolfman is one of them in it. And he's a great werewolf. It's a great Wolfman. It's a guy who doesn't want to be the werewolf. Yep. And um, that old chestnut where he, when he turns into the wolf, he's evil. When he's like the man, he's just a normal man. Trying, yeah. He's, he's you know, at a crazy asylum. No one believes him. Yeah. Even though they'd see him change all the time. Yeah, you you know. But uh, it has a classic bit where, like, you know, the the kids are confronted by the wolf man and then, like, the guy's like, kick him in the nards. He goes, <laughs> wolf man doesn't have nards. He goes, do it anyway. And he kicks him in the nards. Of course, wolf man goes down. He's like, whoa, wolf man's got nards. And <laughs> well, the they classic... also blow him up as well. Yeah. And they literally like... blow him to pieces and then his And not pieces... only that, they put the dynamite in the front of his pants. They blow him up from the dick outwards. <laughs> and this is a kid's film. It's a rated PG. And we see a full wolf jump get pushed out of a window and explode and it's a gore moment like mm-hmm. there is like and i remember as a kid allowed to watch this film this is one of my gateway films we've talked about it in our gateway episode just seeing the gore of the the the, the, the panning shot of all the wolfman parts on the ground yeah. torso right you know uh, arms and legs and all going and then mm. going back together and like uh just yeah, that was my. That, I reckon that's my best Wolfman um, experience, like kind of thing. Like, yeah. but he is a very stereotypical Wolfman. You yeah. know, the Wolfman is just always wearing shorts. Yeah, well, even like so, the original Universal Monster Wolfman film, um, which is still holds up today, it is but very. It doesn't. It, it does. It's a very good film, um, and it's you know this guy is cursed, but he's not running around. In you know he he looks very similar to Wolfman from Monster Squad. He's got pants on, not shorts, um, and you know a shirt. He's just running around. So like in um because we, we should mention as well like what we do in the shadows, the werewolves in that. Like, they're pretty good. The New Zealand like werewolves and like yeah, we're gotta werewolves, wear, not got, werewolves. You got to wear your stretchy pants. <laughs> where you know the wolf that where you stretch like you your bloody your trackies, <laughs> so you don't rip your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> stretchy pants. Why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, Murray from Flight of the Concords is the main werewolf. Yep. So no. good. Um, that's a mention of, like, so that's, I do love what uh, what what we do in the shadows, but, yeah, that's a whole, it's a whole other thing. Mm, mm. What's, what's your next one? So- All right, so my first one is a movie called Hunter Hunter. It's from 2020, um, directed by some guy whose name I can't remember right now. Um, but it's basically this, uh, sorry, it's directed by Sean Linden. I apologize, Sean. Now this is a more of a slow burner horror that doesn't necessarily have a werewolf, but it does, <laughs> but it does have a werewolf. So it's about this family. Um, it stars Devon Sower as well. And Devon Sower, if you you know, you remember him from Casper in the nineties. I don't. No. Okay. You're not a girl. Um, he's fucking ripped now. This guy's in his mid forties. He's absolutely ripped. He, he kind of looks dirty or tanned or he's he's all scraggly sexy man um but he's like this fur trapper and he lives with his wife and daughter off grid um so they you know everything they do is from the land every day they go out they check their traps they've got food now it turns out that they are starting to be hunted down by a wolf um and that's something obviously when you're living in the wilderness you do have to contend with now really well, I'm in America, I guess so. Here, not so much. Um, so th- he decides to go out. He's going to go out and he's going to hunt down this wolf so that is fuck with hunting his them. Yep. Um, so he goes off, leaving the mother and daughter at home to sort of, you know, still check the traps and do all this stuff. Um, now, while he's gone, he's off stumbling upon something, whereas someone now stumbles upon their house and he's sick he's injured like there is something not quite right about this guy that is now in their house um and again the whole movie is just a very sort of slow moving but i tell you what the last five to ten minutes of this movie is fucking insane um it is just everything that you want like hereditary insane like ending (laughs) 
I'm watching the trailer right now. Really speak. Cool it is it. very, uh, it is very uh, uh, rural. Yes. And it's set in modern, kind of modern day. This isn't like a period piece. No, but, no. Know, this like, is, it could be set at any time. This like, family, they choose to live off grid. Um, you know, they go into town every so often to get supplies, but they do not want anything to do with society. There's a lot of society. hunting attire in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of checkered shirts and, and whatnot. And but... ammo vests <laughs> and shit like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So this is like probably one, you know, it it's one of those suspenseful, like, is there a wolf? Is it a euphemism? Is like what is happening? But it's just really good. Like, are they it's, just fucking idiot hunters that don't know what they're talking about? Well, possibly. Like, it's very well written. It's very well acted and directed. So it, it's one of those. If you like a slow burner, I definitely recommend checking it out. Sick. You. So I'm, I'm going to talk about the one that you can't. The big fucking pink elephant in the room. American <laughs> Werewolf in London. <laughs> I'm glad you're talking about it because I cannot talk about it. I've not seen it in so many years. Couldn't tell you fucking a thing about it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, 1981. Yeah. Um, this is a great film. Like, yeah. the, the, you can't, you can't really fault this as well, being this a werewolf is film. The quintessential werewolf film. If you look up any werewolf film, like top ten werewolf film, it's be number one. It's number one on everything. It's good. It's a good film. Yeah. Like, you know, it's about a, two blokes. They're 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 backpacking around London. They're Americans. They were in their puffer jackets. Remember the, the, <laughs> I do remember the puffer jackets, yes. Uh, you know, they um, they go to a fucking bar. You know, they're a very rural, um, you know, uh, London or whatever, you know. The, England. The meadowy fields yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> meadowy fields. Yeah. yeah. They come across a bar, which is called, it's got like a severed wolf head in the Yeah, title. it looks really cool. You know, and they're all uh, kind of local people. It's almost got that kind of folk horror vibe yes. to it because they're, they're all in on it. Yeah. And they don't like outsiders. No. Thing. You know, they, they have all that. And then, you know, well, they get attacked by a werewolf. One of them gets killed. One mm. of them doesn't, the main character. He goes to hospital, stuff like that. And he starts having dreams and like that. Because well, we all know the, the world floor. Mm. I wonder if when this came out, people didn't know the No, they would have. Well, um, yeah, because you've, you've got the... I mean, once again, the law changes... From you know coast whatever to coast. coast to coast, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, he, he falls, yeah, you he, know. He, he's being rehabilitated. He falls, he's, he falls in love with his nurse. He's played by someone really famous. I can't remember. Oh, cool. Um, she's quite good looking. Oh, um, but there's a bit in it. I remember as I saw as a kid. I walked in on it and when it was on television, and it's a dream sequence where he's in the forest, and um, there's a couple of dream sequences. One of them is he, he's in a forest walking around looking and he sees a, there's a hospital bed in the middle of the forest and he walks up and he's on the bed and mm. he's, he, it shows a close-up of his face in the bed and he wakes up and he's like, Rah! and he, his face is like a demon. Scared the mm. shit out of me as a kid. Yep. Absolute shit out of me. <laughs> um, there's also like another dream where there's these like kind of like, oh, I don't know what the word is. Is Mongoloid a, uh, is that a uh, faux pas name? I don't know if Mut- that's a... Mutant? Sure. Mutated, like, kind of people in the forest, taking people with chainsaws and shit like that. It's crazy. Mm. Um, th- those dream sequences really scared me as a kid. Yeah. Then um, suddenly his mate comes back as a ghostly zombie or whatever, and as he goes through, the, uh, like, you know, to help him out, he's a good guy. He's just normal. He's just like, dude, you got bit by a fucking werewolf and shit. And he's like, hey, fucking werewolf. Um, he doesn't believe it. So, And then the whole film is, like, him, like, kind of coming to, deal with him like so you don't see really there's not much werewolf in this film no. him coming to terms that he maybe is a werewolf now and his mate is like slowly rotting through the whole it, film and the fucking practical effects on his friend he because yeah. his throat's been cut hasn't been cut it's been scratched down by a gigantic werewolf hand all the way down his face all the way down his throat and into his chest and it's deep and it's cavernous and it's in there it looks fantastic yeah and uh, so yeah I and say as it it's going Rick through he's, he's getting more decomposing and shit to the end he's just falling apart and all this shit and he's like i've got long um yeah and then we obviously they go back to america um we have the transformation scene which is known as the best transformation is, yeah. scene i'm just trying to remember who the I mean, lady is no 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 i found her I don't know who she is. Um, I'm trying to remember who did all the... Because I know John Landis wrote and directed it, but I think Rick Baker did the... The, the, the wolf the transformation. Effect, but I don't want to be calling out Rick Baker as doing something he didn't do. So continue, and I'm going to double check. Fair enough. Yeah, we get the wolf like, transformation scene. You got the old, the, the iconic, the leg breaking backwards, like into that so dog good. leg. And the hand... The, the, uh, 
what is it? The the elongation of his hand it gets yeah. pulled up, all practical. The like the snout come pushing out of his face and shit. Uh, very very good. And then like the end of half, the end of the film is just him going nuts in New York in Times Square or whatever, like not hiding. He's no. like, I'm a fucking werewolf, cunt. Why would you hide? You're a werewolf. Yeah. You're a superior being. Yeah, now. running around the middle of Times Square, the fucking police come out. And he's the looking for Jason. Yeah, and in the end, they just like shoot him and he's dead. And it's just like, whoa. <laughs> Whew, heavy, heavy. Like, like, and it's just a, it's structured differently to a normal film. You've got these parts in it. Like, you know, you've got your, your, your three parts of your film. You've got them as a thing. Then you've got, uh, as in, you know, before the werewolf attack, you got the town that's covering it up. You've got like his whole rehabilitation and falling in love with him. Then they go back to fucking America. I didn't, yeah. you, know, you don't feel they're going to go back to America, and they go back to America, and then there's the transformation and shit. And it's just like, just a, it's just a good film. Like yeah. it's, it's a weird one. I remember I rewatched it recently, and I was like, oh, this is heaps better than I remember it because I thought it was this. I remember Fangoria magazine was just all over it. You yep. always saw the pictures of the transformation, the gore of the friend. Mm. But I didn't realize there was a quite a coherent film in, like, in between all those bits. And yeah. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. It, it's like clearly the best. I know on this whole list, it's clearly the best film. Yeah, look, it, it is. Um, Apart from my anime one. <laughs> <laughs> um, because this one also, I feel that this film also kicked off a bit of a werewolf resurgence in film because the same year that this came out, The Howling came out and then there was another one that came out that I cannot forget. Why isn't The Howling on this list? Because none of us because have seen I've it so long. Because I've not seen it. Oh, yeah, I can't remember much of it. No. Like, in the Company of Wolves? Did we put that on here? We haven't. Oh, see, they're all coming out the, the woodwork like, I'm now. aware of all these films, just never watched them. Why? Because I just... Ugh. Cursed. <laughs> Cursed was great. Um, but, yeah, so, well, the next one on my list, um, which was one of the sneaky ones I watched the other day while I was recovering from my second COVID shot. Um, so that was a great Oh, great. Film. So you just, uh, oh, I loved it. I was, you know, you know, I had a fever dream. Yep, pretty much. I was much. feverish, but I loved it. You know, you realize when you love something, you got a fever, you watch it the next day, and it's utter shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty Introducing. accurate because I watched Wolf, uh, 1994, uh, directed by Mike Nichols, starring uh, Jack, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer and a very young James Spader. Oh, really? So Jack Nicholson, he plays this... Does he play his cub? <laughs> kind of. He's fucking his wife. Oof. I know. So Jack Nicholson, he's like he's like the head of this um, I haven't seen this one. Publishing it, it company. Just, it just didn't interest me. It's... Fucking long. Oh. It's very is it rarely. Thanos long? Yeah, very rarely do I sit there going, "How much longer has this movie got? How much longer?" Oh my god, is there still 80s got businessman scenes though? This is ninety four. Oh shit! So this is ninety four business scenes. Um, oh, so he's like boring. the head of this publishing company who kind of gets sold out, sold down the river. They go on with a younger, hipper guy, um, and while he's this is happening, he kind of runs over a wolf, it bites him and runs off, and he starts this transformation. So it's him as this washed-up guy coming to terms with the fact that he is about to just be forced into retirement, but the wolf in him is making him... Better? Better. It's making him work harder, want it more, strive for greatness. So he's having this transformation while at the same time... He meets Michelle Pfeiffer's character. They're having a bit of an interest. Um, is, that, is she not his wife? She is not his wife because his wife is fucking the guy that stole his job. So we get all this drama right out. Hard uh, drama. Played by James Spader. Um, he, Jack Nicholson actually approaches him um, at his house, finds his wife there, bites him, and then James Spader starts to have his own little wolf transformation. Um, but there's his, his, really, own, his own wolf moment. His wolf moment. There's really cool scenes with this, um, with his transformation, um, and just him sort of becoming like this alpha male guy. So he like calls out Almost this other it, guy. It helped him. Yeah, like it definitely helped him um, up to a certain point. Well, yeah, to a certain. Well, he scores Michelle Pfeiffer. So in my eyes, that's a damn success. Um, but there's like this scene where he's, you know, he's in the bathroom, he's peeing. James Spader comes in and he's like, why are you doing this? Why are you trying to take my job back? You're washed up. And he kind of just turns and pees on him. 
He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm marking just my, marking, marking my, my territory, yeah. <laughs> you know. But at this point, you know, he's starting to get the chops. He's got the the teeth. Um, it's it just it just goes on for so fucking long. But honestly, it is a pretty good film. I quite enjoyed it. We got some sexy Michelle Pfeiffer business. Going nice. I had a mate when I was growing up. He was a nice, really nice guy. You know, he wouldn't ever fuck with anyone. He was just a good, good dude and that. But if he got drunk, oh. he thought it was heat. When he got drunk, he thought it was heat's funny if you're in a public toilet, like at the bands or whatever, that you wee on the guy's leg next to you. And he thought that was a funny joke. And, it, you know, it was ne- and he it's thought, never funny. It, no, it's never going to turn out good. No. You know what I mean? It's never going to. It's always the thing. I was just like, don't piss on people. No. Like, oh, God. Anyhow, uh, segueing straight into my next film, speaking of a wolf transformation helping you, Teen Wolf. Hello, <laughs> 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 1985. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Alex P. Keaton. I have never, ever but seen But I just showed film. you the trailer. You just it. showed me the trailer. Are you going to watch it now? I'm going to watch it. <laughs> so it is, this, is a, this is basically wolf. For teenagers, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> Michael J. Fox, uh, you know, he's on the basketball team. He's not too fucking... He's a bit of a loser. He's not a super loser, but, like, he's just he's just a, a, an every child in, you know, he's, he's, yep. he's not noticed in the teenage world of growing up in the 1985 American school system. <laughs> Anyhow, he, um, he does not get bitten by a wolf. <laughs> he hits puberty? He hits, yeah, suddenly he starts growing hair in weird places. (laughs) (laughs) Shit like that's happening. So it's puberty, right? Yeah. uh, uh, And then basically he goes, he has his like transformation scene in a bathroom in his house. His dad's on the outside going, what's going on in there? He's like, dad, don't come in. And he's like, you know, we get that kind of, it's not nowhere near as good as wealth in London. Yeah. Transformation scene. And he turns into uh, a werewolf. And his werewolf in this one is basically, he's just a humanoid kind of like, what is he like? He looks like a big fucking teddy bear. He looks like Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, Chewbacca. Chewbacca shaved his face. Chewbacca with a bit less hair kind of thing. And, like, you know, and you get that great moment of him, like, you know, realising his dad's on the outside. He's changed into this wolf. And he's like, okay, I can't come in, Daddy. He's like, oh, I need to speak to you. I need to speak to you. Don't you open this door. This is my house. And he goes, okay, Dad, get ready for this. He opens the door to show his dad, you know, I'm a fucking werewolf. And then it cuts to his dad. And his dad is just this old grey werewolf. And it's a heaps good scene. <laughs> but, and then all of a sudden, and then, so he doesn't even change back. He just, like, you know, he goes back to school as a werewolf. So, so he can, it's not a full moon thing. He can just sort of change at will. I think so, yeah. Because in the trailer, his dad walked in and he was not a wolf. And then yeah, when yeah. he opened the door, yeah, he was you, you a wolf. Yeah, you can just change when you want kind of thing. And at first, I, I believe he doesn't, um, yeah, he doesn't uh, change into the wolf. But he, uh, you know, when he goes back to school and, you know, he does stuff like he, you know, he, his friends, the, the cool people want to buy beer and they can't get beer. And he goes in and he fucking into the bottle and he's like... Give me a cake of beer. And blows his eyes and he gets the beer and like, oh, you're all right. Yeah, you're all right and, uh, in my book. It's got like, you know, that really bad like moral is like, just completely change yourself to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And then he realizes that, you know, the wolfness in him is like kind of cool. So he just changes into a werewolf and goes to school and everyone's like, cool, werewolf dude. <laughs> he, he can play basketball better. He becomes, you know, the chicks like him. They want to bang the wolf dude. He, it's cool to, you know, ride on the, like, put on fucking, avi- uh, you know, aviator shades or whatever, cool shades and ride on the top of a car through the mid the, the town square, you know, on the top of the roof of the van to music, dancing on the roof, doing breakdance moves, all that shit. This sounds glorious. Yeah. And, and it has the best fuck. It's got the worst filming in it, and there are so many mistakes <laughs> in the film. There are boom mics <laughs> coming down in the top of shots. There are, like, sure. te- teen wolf. But it did open up. A whole generation to the werewolf thing and being cool. Look, it did. It, it is, and it's still quite a popular in like pop culture today. So it's one of those films that it's has, still not has a good film. St- but... Stood the test of time, like kind of thing. Like yeah, you can still go in and pick up a Teen Wolf shirt in 
yeah it, it's it's got a nostalgia value yeah. attached to it and so it's come back around again kind of thing and then we did uh, obviously there was team wolf 2 starring not no 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 one other than jason bateman uh-huh arrested development uh-huh. if you don't know who he is and all the other fucking shit horrible bosses and all that crap um juno <laughs> when he falls in love with a child i know that's wrong so Okay, so answer me this then, because I'm still going to watch it, but I just want to know, does he find out that it's, you know, all he needed all along was confidence to be able to do all these things and the wolf was able to bring out the confidence and he doesn't really need to be a wolf? I can't actually remember what happens at the end. (laughs) I think it just ends. Sure. That makes sense. I think it is. It'll be something crap like he wins the basketball game (laughs) and everyone cheers. But he does it. He, he, He transforms back to a human and he has to do it as a human and he realises that it was just him you know all along. Don't put me on the spot. I can't remember. <laughs> I haven't watched it since 1985 <laughs> in the cinema. <laughs> all right. I no, will, I I will endeavour to watch this film. Um, so my next one is one from this year. It's called Werewolves Within and it is basically a werewolf whodunit. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like this. Clue? It, this is kind of like Knives Out but with werewolves. Why not? Yeah, why not indeed. So... Um, this this young city cop, he's had a bad breakup. He moves to remote um, a remote town that is sort of being separated by people wanting to sell up their property and move versus those. It's who modern don't. day. It's modern day. Eastern exposure kind of vibe. Yeah, Fargo um, town. Yes. Um, so he's staying at this um, big sort of not mansion. It's like a hotel, um, and things start going bump in the night. Um, uh oh. Yeah. So it's basically like them trying to figure out, and all of the townsfolk, in one way or another, end up in this massive hotel um, with werewolf attacks happening around them. Um, the expert that comes in to figure it out, she's also there, but she's just. just well, there's, a, there's an expert? Yeah. I'm sold. We, we I get love ex- a good expert. We get an expert. She kind of just so locks she, herself. So she's just going around America finding werewolves and helping people? No. They just called her up and they're like, we hear you do this. And she rocks up. And, of course, like the, the cast of, the cast of uh, people is just ridiculous. You've got... Um, is it Silver Bullet Werewolf style or do you, can you kill them? Uh, I believe it is Silver Bullet Werewolf style, but you've got, you know, your hillbilly trailer trash people, you've got the rich people, you've got all these different, the, the, the weird gay couple that do not belong in a town like this, but are in a town like this. Um, so we just sort of go through this whole process of like trying to figure out, okay, well, one of us is the werewolf, but who is it? So it's so like the town is the character, is it yeah. one of them? Like very, very Fargo where, you know. The majority of it is because it's set in this town. It's interesting. Yeah. So it's, and it's definitely more of a, like a horror comedy. We do get some good gore scenes. Uh, it is 100% worth checking out. And I think everyone should give it a go. Um, you might like it. I think you'll like it. Maybe. I do Maybe. like that, uh, that, that side of America, like that snowy. So I fucking hate snow. Oh, I assume I do. It's you, cold. You, I love the cold. I hate it. Not today. I'm quite cold today, but that's okay. Not in our snug studio. You no, know. this is fucking delightful. You're right. Wells. So, oh, so, it was made this year. Yeah. It's a brand spanker. Brand spanker. I watched it not too long ago and loved it. But I also feel that I paired this with a film about the Black Eyed Kids that was a fucking McConaughey of a film. So, of course, that was going to be an elevated watch. My next one is a bit off uh, skew off the, off the topic. I love off skew. 2012's cartoon anime Wolf Children. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> hey, look, you know there is nothing does werewolf. No, I'm not going to say that. I fucking hate anime. Don't hate anime. You think nothing does werewolf better than anime? No, they don't. No, they don't. Anime do werewolves pretty well. Yeah, well, except for the sexy ones. No yuck. Um. Oh yeah, like yeah. It's not. It's not cat people. Anyhow. Wolf Children uh, by by the same guy. What's his name? Hasada. Yeah, he made uh, my my fa- one of my favorite films of all time. My top five films, which is called Summer Wars. Yep. He made one called Wolf Children, which is uh, basically a story about a lady who you know, uh, in a he goes through their whole life. It's one of those like you know big long films where you get to see someone's whole life going through it basically, um, and it's about her like in in uni she meets a guy, um, and then they. Uh, hook up 
Um, but she finds out that he is basically a werewolf. Hmm. So, and when they're saying werewolves in this terms, it's more like uh, he can, at any time he can change and he changes into a wolf. Yep. But, you know, but he can also do a half transformation. So you can kind of look like you can start, stop and start wherever you want in the transformation. Sure. Which is basically, I think, a werewolf. Yep. Um, yeah, she's fine with that. She's like, fuck it, who cares? You're not a bad guy. He's a nice guy. It's like, you got a good dick, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they have, they, you know, they have a long relationship. Uh, they have two children. I'm not going to get into some spoilers territory, but in the end, it's kind of about like, uh, in the end, when you pull back and really see what it's about, it's about like the, how hard it is to bring up children, kind of thing, or, like you know, ha- parenting and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid the main spoiler in the film. Like, um, I mean, it know, says and- it in the title. No, 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 like kind of. There, there, there's some other things, but basically, you've got these like kids. She has these two kids that they, they they inherit the ability that they can turn into a wolf at any time they want, and because they're children, mm. you know, you can't say to them don't turn into a wolf in front of people and that. And as they're babies as well, she can't take her kids to the doctor or anything like that. You know, you can't get them. She can't. Well, she you know she has her baby. She has she has like a home birth and just can't go to the hospital and shit like that because like you can't. You know, they'll get taken away from her. You know, they're fucking werewolves. And there's a bit where a kid gets really sick to the point he's going to die. And she's in the middle of the night running around, like, looking. And she comes to a crossroad. And on one side, there's a vet. And on the other side, there's, like, a, an all-night doctor. And it's like, yeah. where the fuck do you take it? And she, I think she breaks into the vet and gives him, like, veterinary. Because yeah. he's changing and shit, like, while he's sick. And, you know, they have to move out to a rural country. And it's about, like, trying. she just has to, like, go off-grid mm. and just, like learn how to farm. she gets a she buys a really cheap house and she has to learn how to farm they're lucky this dude next next door like teaches her about like so she all her crops die straight away so she has to learn about like nurturing the soil and it's all about about farming and it's just this fucking perfect film yeah it is so emotionally driven and the kids get older and it's about her giving her kids the choice about like when they grow up they can be a wolf because you can stay permanently a wolf if you want Yeah. She wants to give them the choice that they can be a human or they can be a wolf. They can do whatever they want. And, you know, one of the kids eventually in the end chooses to just go out into the world because she doesn't get along with any... One of them, yeah. One of them doesn't get along. I think the young boy doesn't get along with other people and, and like, just just loves the running free as the wolf. And the other girl was like, you know, she's a young girl. She wants social media and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like... Fuck, it's emotional. <laughs> like, yeah, just right. talking about it it's making me <sighs> like give it a watch, man. Like, well, this is the thing. It's got Every- really good voice acting in English, so you don't have to read subtitles. It's you know like, and these days like everyone's like, oh, I didn't want to do you know, I didn't want to do subs. Like these in this day and age, man, like fucking voice acting is as good as it's ever been. Like, yeah. there's no reason to stick to just Japanese and stuff like that. Like you know, it doesn't you, make you any less of an anime fan if you watch it dubbed or sub. It doesn't matter, yeah. No, it doesn't fucking matter. You watch it in the way that you get the most out of it. Yeah, and as like Evangelion, one of my favorite things, I'll always watch it in English because they talk so fucking much and it's so fast, and there's so many backgrounds dialogue going on yeah so when there's like uh, subtitles there's like three layers of subtitles and i don't know which one is supposed to be just the background shit which is there yeah. for texture and stuff but like that but even then like you know i mean you know we work a lot we've got a lot going on in our lives you know at the end of the day when you sit down you know there's nothing wrong like i can't my attention span i can't watch stuff with subtitles that often i have to be fully prepared for it i otherwise i just watch it um dubbed because I, I need to be able to pay attention to what's happening, not yeah, you're just saying, reading you need to be the able screen. To walk out the room and still kind of get what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I understand that as well. And just because you don't watch it traditionally in the original language doesn't make you any less of a fan. No, and not I, at I all. can't stress it. I am the fucking biggest fan of anime yes, and you I are. watch a lot of mine. Like I have certain voice actors I follow in English. So mm. I love um Steve Bloom and all those guys. And you know the voice of GTO, the voice of Spike Spiegel and the Cowboy Beat. But that dude, man his sound of his voice is anime to me. Like mm. he is so like he he has the coolest voice of any Westerner I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Spike and he's played Spike Spiegel. Wow. If you can be Spike Spiegel and make him cool. Yeah. Or GTO. I love GTO. Yeah, you do. You do <laughs> love GTO. Maybe I'll watch a Cowboy Bebop. I don't know. Can't yeah, you guarantee will. it. Anyway, that uh, two thousand. It's like it, 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 it's a kind of like I do like my like, off. 
the you know off the chain version stuff like you know I love like only lovers left alive yeah. as as a vampire movie and it's not necessarily traditional. Well, it's like I like a different concept. Like it doesn't a, I don't necessarily want to run of them. Yeah, like make it interesting for me. I was trying to find like the ultimate like kind of like art piece slow burn. You know, or you know, beyond the black rainbow, under the skin, yep. only lovers left alive. Style of a werewolf movie that I've seen, but I just, I think American in London was like the most one I've got. Mm. See, I disagree. The most art house film that you could possibly get werewolf is Wolf Cop. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> I've, I, I avoided this film like the plague. Because, Why? <laughs> because when I was working in another comic store, there was a customer who was the most uh, sexist, no. racist, no, grossest. Don't be that guy, dude. Who came in and just out of the blue dropped it off and goes, "Fucking Wolf Cop, you have to watch this. Fucking wicked." And so none of us watched it because we hated him. Aww. So we've never no. watched. Well, but I have seen the cover to it. This kicking around that shot for like six years because oh, no one ever the cover wa- is cool i know it's done like, by the dude designs and i like follow him on social media yeah i know i know maybe i should have watched it but that dude is such a fucking piece of shit of a fucking human being all right well i'm less of a piece of shit human being and i'm saying that you need to watch this because dan this film is just stupid and yeah, you I, know I... how much i love stupid and the fact that this this drunk bum of a cop he, he somehow gets caught up in this ritualistic cult thing and he becomes a werewolf. Now, the first transformation for this guy... Now, the transformations for this as well, it's not as, as simple as, you know, the the American werewolf in London kind Stretchy. of thing. It's He basically rips off his skin. Ooh, like demon ev- style where the teeth come time, out. It's like he's shedding his skin and the first transformation scene we get... Is his fucking dick. We get him like I'm sold. he's in the bathroom, he's taken a whiz, and all of a sudden his dick just becomes a werewolf dick. This is the first instance we get of him becoming a werewolf. Okay, you're selling me I on know. this. Werewolf dick. That's all I have to say to Wolf you. Wolf dick. That's what and it should have been called. That's there is some very odd sex scenes. Choices. There is there is one hundred percent a wolf lady sex scene in this and it is just gratuitous and ridiculous but fucking hilarious. Do you see penetration. Uh you don't see penetration. I'm sorry. Well, why would I watch it? <sighs> why nah, wouldn't you? I watch it. Wolf cop. Um, but it's it's you know <laughs> I have heard heaps about it and there's a couple of them as well. Yeah, there's two. Yeah. And the, it's literally the second one's called Another Wolf Cop, which I love. Thank you very much. Just keep it simple. It's like an axe cop. Do you remember that yes. comic? And then like the kid, the kid wrote it, and he's like, he wanted Batman in it, and there's his his, uh, his brother or father where he helps him with it. Goes, you can't put Batman in it. There's already Batman. Like we'll get sued. And he goes, okay, I want Batman too. And it was <laughs> just Batman, the character with a two on his chest instead of the bat yeah. logo. <laughs> and that's such a, a five year old way yeah. of thinking. Oh, I'll axe- get around copyright by just making two. Two. It's fine. It's done. It's um, new Batman. Basically, this guy, he, he transforms into a wolf. He stays that way, but he starts now solving crimes. He's going out. He's doing his police work. He's still a drunk bum um, of a person, but he's he's going around. He's, you know, solving crimes, dressed in his uniform as a complete werewolf. It is glorious. Turns he, out Can he a talk? Bunch, he can talk. It's just like Team Wolf style where everyone just doesn't notice he's a werewolf kind of thing. Or oh, they, they notice. Or they just kind of just handle it. Well, they're just like, the town is kind of shrouded in uh, cult secrecy as well. So there's always, the town's a bit weird. Oh. Um, so yeah, he, they kind of pay him no mind, but it's just glorious. Like he even like tr- transforms his cop car into like his wolf cop car. So he has, and any film. Does it have the siren go, woo? Like a wolf out here. That would be so much cooler. A woo, a woo. But for me, any film that has its own theme song is automatically yeah, pretty a hundred f- times better. And this has its own theme song. It's like Hellraiser. Hellraiser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I 100% recommend you take the time. Don't think about shit you could people. Do it. You could choose it as one of your things once. And I think I will. Oh, shit. I think I will. I'll give it like a couple. It has a dick in it, so that is a prerequisite for a television film, horror yeah, film. It's got a dick. Some sort of like. So we get two dicks. Cock we get cameo. We do. We get we get a cock and we get a werewolf cock. Yes. That's that's your 
That's yeah, the ultimate champ. dick scene was uh, street trash. Yes. Like Very them, like, much ripping so. the dick off and yeah. playing and then it like, Throwing catch it around. with it and then it falls into someone's throat. Just goes into their throat. <laughs> Anyhow. Um my last one is clearly the fucking shittest one as well. Uh American Wolf in Paris. The mm-hmm. sequel to American mm-hmm. Wolf in London mm-hmm. came out. Oh, what year was that come out? It's like ninety seven or ninety eight, I wanna say. Yeah, it's at a time when it should have known better. I remember watching this film, but I don't remember this film. Like I remember hiring you it at the video shop and I felt real it cool about it. it. Yeah. I've done that before. I've sat down and watched like I got halfway through a film I think was Possession. I got halfway through that recently before I'm like, I've seen this. Yeah, I, it only happens every now and then, but yeah. It, yeah, it does happen. So American World from Paris. Right, riding the coattails hard of London. It never achieved like anywhere near the fame, success or goodness of it. But I liked it as a kid because I was the peak age. And it was at that time, 97, where everything had to be extreme. Yeah. And like, and, you know, everyone used CG. Um, you know, the main character, it starts off with him extreme bungee jumping off the Eiffel Tower and he's an American. That's what you do when you're in Paris. Pretty sure there's no way. I have been to the Eiffel Tower and there is no way you can do that. <laughs> um, anyhow, yeah, and, you know, he's about to jump off and the lady's up there and she goes to commit suicide and he jumps. Of course, he jumps off the Eiffel Tower with his bungee cord, saves her, and then um, and then I can't quite work out how. <laughs> I can't remember quite how he becomes a werewolf. I think she just sleep. Like they meet up and they but get a romantic relationship, and then yeah, somehow she. I think he might have contacted STD style. Yep, yep. Well, that's how it happens in Ginger Snaps. She passes it on through. Why isn't that in here? Well, because we talked about Ginger Snaps in the body horror one. Otherwise, I would talk about it. Yeah, it, yeah. That's in my honorable mentions because it would. If I hadn't have talked about it last episode, I would have talked about it this. My episode. honorable mention is the, the biggest piece of shit series, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, American Wolf and Powers. It's just on here because I liked it. It's yeah. it's heap shit. It's like your fucking Thirteen Ghosts. You know, it's that time when like <laughs> yeah. movies were CG. Yeah, they were like. I don't know. Maybe the film stock they were using it just was holds really some kind of nostalgia like, for you. It was really holding on to four to three. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, four to three, motherfucker. It's still <laughs> cool, isn't it? Right, I'm pretty sure it was probably four to three in the cinema. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing, straight to video kind of vibe. Um, nah, it's a piece of shit. I don't even know why I added it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, like again, I I don't think I've seen it since 1997, so I've got nothing to go with right now. What's your honourable mention? Do well, you have another one? My, no, that's it. Yeah. I've, I've cranked through my four because um, that's all I could muster. I had five. You had five. That's fine. That's I honourably mentioned the fucking Underworld series, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, the uh, lady, the werewolf. Are they against just, vampires now? Yeah, vampires versus werewolves. It's basically the film. Just just it's a film that exists it's a series that exists there's a lot of them in the series it's so new metal it's so blade it is the epitome of new metal like everyone it's like it's like werewolves crossed with blade crossed with the matrix yeah everyone's like everyone, in long leather coats big leather coats motherfucker CG and then there's like the and then there's always the one you know like the half the hybrid Yep. The daywalker of werewolves and all that <sighs> shit. Just... Shit's going down everywhere. There's like, there's like, in the series, I'm going across the whole series now. You know, there's like, <laughs> you know, like age old organizations of like, of wolves and vampires that have been at war for 400,000 years. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> It is. Then you get the Romeo and Juliet, the wolf that loves the vampire. Yeah, it's got Ooh. it all. It's got everything you need. It's basically a comic book. Like, yeah. It is this, it, and it's its own thing. And don't get me wrong, it's shit. But don't get me wrong, it's still pretty good. As a, <laughs> a young kid watching, I was like, "There's some cool moments." There's like effects. They're yeah. trying to push the envelope of wolfis, wolfism. Well, this is very like because like this came out around the same time as like the Fast and Furious movie. So you had these two franchises that yeah, were kind of like. Which one of them su- went survived? <laughs> Underworld? Are there still Underworld movies getting made? No, I don't think so. How many are there? Let's look this up. Have a up. look. Did you know, so I was looking this up the other day because I've started reading the uh, Amityville Horror Book finally. It's been on my list for ages. And uh, so we watched the remake film recently and I was trying to explain to Liz that there are at least 13 different Amityville 
And it's not just Amityville Horror now. It's spanned out into like Amityville Werewolf, Amityville Dollhouse, Amityville yeah. Blood Rain. Just you, this is an Eminem song. You just, yeah, you just put Amityville in the title and you've got yourself an Amityville na- like film there, bro. So we have Underworld, 2003. Sure. Underworld Evolution. Sure. Or Evolution, whatever, 2006. Underworld Rise of the Lycans. Oh. 2009 and then underworld awakening 2012 so there's only four there's only four oh wait up Plus. there are more paranormal activity movies than there are underworld movies yeah and on oh, that and that's right they can't they went hand in hand with the resident evil films yeah you remember at that oh, time yes uh, they were kind of that same kind of vibe but like yes not, same like, same year as freddie vs jason too oh but then, but you know how the, like the main character is a lady, yeah. Like, and they're very pretty much the same character. Yes. Like the Jill, was it Jill Valentine that was the who was the main character in Resident Evil that they used? Uh, Miller. I know that's her, the actress. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, her um, those two characters are basically the same, and it has that fucking that cheesy fucking you know stunty shit. I like the Resident Evil films better though. Yeah, that series got great. It went so far for like remember I was like. Post-apocalyptic, and then it was post-post-post-post-apocalyptic, and then it was like, the world is reborn from being... Po- and I'm like, oh, this is wicked. Uh, okay. You know, one of them was just in a movie, like, uh, in a building with like millions of... Folk. Yeah, they were great. Like, they are what they are. Oh, yeah, they're shit. You know. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. I'm not going to tattoo fucking it on my dick or anything. Oh, but. you could. I don't... Well, you won't because you don't like needles. True. But yeah. Anyway, well, I think that's about to do it. Uh, but before we sign off, I'd just like to shout out to the people that have interacted with us over on the socials, uh, the people that are helping us grow. Uh, you know, all y'all just tell a friend. Um, but people like Patrick Roberts, Adam Gillespie, Kevin Patterson, Sarah Sullivan, Adam Kister, Casey Illustrates, and of course, Underground Records. Yeah. So you guys have been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast, the splatter chatter version of it with Dan and Jennifer, who is us. Yes, us counts. that's us. Um, we are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share with your friends, you know, sticky tape, it, put a sticker on a dog and let it run free. <laughs> One of our stickers. One yep. of our stickers. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no fucking point. Um, you, and, you know, you can go go over to Facebook, interact with us over there, Email us at Terrorvision, uh, you know, uh, email us at Terrorvision, fucking Gmail, whatever it's called. Terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. I'm heaps bad at this, eh? That's fine. Doesn't matter. Uh, and remember, kids, be kind. Rewind. Rewind.